Are you a woman of faith that struggles with attracting toxic people, environments, situations? You love the Lord, but you struggle with loving yourself. It's because you don't really know who you are in Christ. It's because you don't love yourself. You don't know who you are. And so you're going to attract toxic people, toxic places, and toxic things. You may even struggle with a little addiction. You eat emotionally. You have too much wine. You compare yourself to unrealistic ideas. Well, God wants to heal you and help you to know just how much he loves you. And he wants to remind you who you are in Christ. Welcome to Kingdom Motivation Podcast. I'm your host, Marjorie Bell. And I'm so honored to talk to you today. You are listening to Kingdom Motivation, the podcast that encourages Christians to pause and refresh with the word of God, an occasional poem, and positive motivation for your day. So grab a good cup of coffee and let's dive in. Hey there, Madra here. Welcome to today's episode of Kingdom Motivation Podcast with Madra Bell. I'm your host, Madra Bell. (laughs) I'm so glad that you decided to take some time to hang out with me today. We're going to be looking at two stories that will make you look around and evaluate your associations. Why is that important? It's important because the decisions that other people make can impact your life in such a way as to prosper you or to hinder you. So grab your coffee and I'll meet you right back here after the break. Hi guys, Madra here. I'm so excited to share my new book with you, Think Like an Ant. Think Like an Ant is a 14-day devotional workbook. It's filled with inspirational quotes, insights, scriptures, budget planners, vision planners, and journal pages. It focuses on principles for wisdom and productivity. The Word of God tells us to consider the ways of the ant. And surprisingly, their habits can put many of us to shame. This book, Think Like an Ant, will prove that not only can God use small things to make a huge impact in the world, but He also has placed the ability inside of you to make a huge impact in your family, associates, and teammates. Each day's message should be read twice to establish the principles in your life. Use the journal pages to record your daily thoughts and prayers. I'm so excited to share it with you. The official release date is September 22nd, and it can be purchased on Amazon. I'm here with my dog, Sonny. Yesterday, he turned seven years old. He hit two milestones. He turned seven And it was one of the worst days that he's ever gone through since we've had him. I have never seen him so sick before. But thank God he's doing much better today and we'll have to celebrate his little birthday another time. I'm just grateful that he's feeling much better. But with all the events that were going on yesterday, the Spirit of God actually dropped a word into my heart that I prayed about, investigated, and it's so interesting. I heard the word gravitate. 
And I thought, well, that's strange, Lord. What's, what does that mean? Where are you going with this? What is, how does it even relate to, you know, the things that are going on for me, for your people? But gravitate, as he went on to lead me into finding out about, in our case, gravitate is a supernatural pull towards the things of God. You know, then he went on to further expound on about the anointing to prosper. And prospering is not only with the bank accounts or, you know, you hear the word prosper. The first thing people think about is, oh, Lord, there they go with this, you know, prosperity gospel and the preacher's out for your money. And it's not all about. But, you know, God wants us to prosper in every aspect of our lives. He wants us to be healthy. He wants our soul to be in a good place. In other words, our mind, our will, our emotions. He needs that to be healthy. He wants our bodies healthy, our minds healthy, our spirits whole and healthy. And so when you talk about prospering, it's super important. And if there's an anointing to prosper, Sign me up for some of that. And, you know, when you gravitate to things and people that draw you away from that, you have to be so careful that you don't allow it to hinder you or to block your blessings or to keep you off the path that God is taking you on in your life. There are people that have a grace to prosper and there are people that are almost... They, they run from it and anybody around them, they will keep them from getting anywhere near it. Who's near you? Who is on your boat? <laughs> I know you're saying, on oh, my boat, what are you talking about? But I'm referring to Paul and Jonah. Two different people in the Bible, two different stories two different ways to spin this around, but both of them were in stories and situations in which they found themselves on a boat and they had two different outcomes. Go with me to Jonah first chapter and Acts 27th chapter to look at the difference. And I'll read Jonah first chapter verses seven through 12 says, then the men said to each other, we should throw lots to find out why this is happening to us. So the men threw lots. The lots showed that the troubles came to them because of Jonah. Then the men said to Jonah, it is your fault that this terrible thing is happening to us. Tell us, what have you done? What's your job? Where do you come from? What is your country? Who are your people? Jonah said to them, I am a Hebrew. I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the land and the sea. Jonah told the men he was running away from the Lord. The men became very afraid when they learned this. They asked Jonah, what terrible thing did you do against your God? The wind and the waves of the sea were becoming stronger and stronger. So the men said to Jonah, what should we do to save ourselves? What should we do? to you 
to make the sea calm. Jonah said to the men, I know I did wrong. That is why the storm came on the sea. So throw me into the sea and the sea will become calm. Guys, do you see how the disobedience and the wrong choice of one person can impact everyone close to them? That's heavy. Jonah's one mistake brought down a hurricane on an entire ship of people. Everyone on that boat could have died. Everyone on that boat was affected because of one choice of somebody else. Do you have a Jonah around you? Do you have a storm going on that it doesn't have anything to do with you? This is where we need prayer and insight. It's so important. We need discernment in this hour because if you have a Jonah around you, they could take you overboard with them. The storm that's chasing them will be right up on your house, right up on your doorstep. It's something to consider. Now, let's flip the thing and go to Acts 27. Let's see what it's like to be on a boat with somebody like Paul, the apostle. Verse 10. So Paul warned them, men, I can see that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to the ship and cargo and to our lives. But the centurion, instead of listening to what Paul said, followed the advice of the pilot and of the owner of the ship. Since the harbor was unsuitable to winter in, the majority decided that we should sail on, hoping to reach Phoenix and winter there. This was a harbor in Crete facing both southwest and northwest. When a gentle south wind began to blow, they saw their opportunity, so they waved the anchor and sailed along the shore of Crete. Before very long, a wind of hurricane force called the Northeaster swept down from the island. The ship was caught by the storm and could not head into the wind. So we gave way to it and were driven along. As we passed to the lee of a small island called Cauda, we were hardly able to make the lifeboat secure. After they had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you would have spared yourselves this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. Last night, an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me and said, do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar, and God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So do you see here how the grace and obedience of Paul impacted and helped all those who were around him? 
My prayer for you ladies is that you gravitate towards the people and the things of God. I pray the anointing to prosper be imported into your life. May you have eyes to see the difference between satanic associations and God-ordained helpers in this season. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because knowing the difference just may save your life, your health, your relationships, your wealth, all of the blessings that God has bestowed on you. As always, it was such a pleasure hanging out with you. Thank you so much for taking your time to be with me today. I hope the show blessed you in some way. And if it did, pretty please drop a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps to spread the love of God to other daughters of God that need encouragement. Before we part, let me remind you to head over to madrabell.com and connect to the blog to get even more enforcement from today's show. Have we connected on social media? You can easily make my day by saying hi on Instagram at madrabell. And stay tuned for a fun challenge coming up this month to kick off the launch for my new book, Think Like an Ant. You won't believe the backstory for why I wrote this book. So until next time, stay dedicated, stay motivated, and stay focused about your identity in the kingdom of God. Chat soon. Hey, God Chasers, my mission is to inspire you. So remember to follow me on my social media platforms at Madra Bell. And also subscribe to my YouTube channel.